0: You, you set us free. Follow me.
1: I will set you free. All right, guys, we make promises. Every week, every week we say in and out under 30 minutes. This is going to be a quick episode, boys. I'm telling you right now, we got to go fast on this speed gotta run.
0: Fast, speed speed run. we got to
1: go fast. We got to do a speed run. We got to get in and out lightning quick. Whoever's editing the podcast this week, can you just play back it? I play it back two times as fast. It'd be pretty funny.
2: Yeah, one second. Let me just get in the fetal position and start rolling. Hold on. <laughs>
0: Somersault, somersault, I
1: actually did that down the stairs. I don't know if I was, uh, oh my God. When I was a child, oh I don't know what possessed me to do this, but I sat at the top of my Jeez. staircase. They were carpeted stairs, mind you. Yeah. So it wasn't that bad. But yeah. I just somersaulted down the stairs and hit the bottom so hard. I don't know if it's because I was very stupid or if I was just a huge fan of Sonic the Hedgehog. Just a kid. Either way, there could be overlap. <laughs> Hello everybody, my name is Thomas Youngerberg and uh, I am one of the creators of Rough Draft Games and with me here as always is, don't worry I will introduce the podcast name, we're, I guess we're just doing this first for some reason, <laughs> with me here as always is,
2: Garrett Lively, um, man, I, I have so much joy to bring today one of the greatest heroes of our generation, the blue spiny hedgehog himself, <laughs> Sanic, Sanic, and also what this is? Jeff Lee, I would like to pick the edgy
0: characters uh, in video games because I know that I'm never going to be as good as a main character. <laughs> That's right. So you might as well get mad about it and make that. Part just, of it's my your, excuse. Part it's my your crutch.
1: So as promised, I will now introduce the podcast. Welcome to Roll and Move, the Internet's podcast that takes a look at some of the weirder, more odder, more bizarre board games out there. And explores what makes them work, if they're worth your time, if they're more of a novelty or just an absolute waste of space, and we're uh, we're thankful that you guys get to join us here today <laughs> for this special episode that takes a look at one of the Sonic is a very unique entry into the uh, the cultural lineup of video game uh, characters. You know, Indeed. there's mm-hmm. right there's you know y- your Mario is sort of like universally beloved. Yeah, I but Sonic is both beloved and. Dur- he's derided analyzed. Uh, I think that's, yeah and he's derided and analyzed and people <laughs> people sort of rip on him yeah. but that's part of the reason why i think everyone loves him
2: it's kind of right kind of like in the edgelord camp
1: yeah and <laughs> did you guys see the newest sonic the hedgehog movie i
2: still haven't seen it i haven't seen <laughs> it despite i've i have i listener i have been goaded by both my thomas and our and our friend of the show daniel to go see Sonic the Hedgehog, and I, I have not gotten around to it it's yet. This little no? Corona thing has been it's making a little, it difficult. Yeah, it's I'm a little, sure. A little might be a little late now, dude. It is
1: the reason why I think that movie works so well is because they incorporate all the things that like people make fun of Sonic for in yeah. a loving way. So it's they're self aware, like, right? Yeah, they're like, yeah, we're gonna have me to, you know, what, he's gonna eat a damn chili dog because <laughs> people want to see this son of a bitch scarf down a chili dog. They get it. <laughs> They get it. They have, like, they have call-outs to, like, the really bad Sonic fan art that's, like, all over the internet. Where they have, like, people. They have, like, oh, there's sight- there's been sightings of this monster in the woods. And there's, like, all those, the <laughs> amateur sketches <laughs> of this. And they incorporate some of the more famous, like, fan art. It's, like, it's one of those things where people, it, it, it's, people make fun of it. But the people in charge of it aren't so serious about the intellectual property that they're like you know let's make a game where we turn sonic into a werewolf that's kind of neat sonic Unleashed. no
2: let's no nobody it. in the room objects they're like okay yeah let's give yeah. it a try well i mean we haven't done it before
1: i mean why not <laughs> why not do it now it's so that's one of the reasons why i think sonic is so much fun in the in the modern era but man back in the 90s dude when he was first around he was all about the attitude dude he was he was Raphael of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, yeah. kicked up to eleven. It was it was <laughs> bad news if you got on Sonic's uh, snotty if you made Sonic wait. Little snotty nose, for, bad attitude,
2: right. quips galore. Just quips ready galore, to yeah. tell you, right. just tell you you weren't quite fast enough to uh, keep up with enough. the the Son Man.
1: He's too he quick he thinks quick he moves quick baby. That's did he, the way did, he, it works.
2: did it? So in the movie did he say like uh, you don't have enough fan arts? or anything like that did he, did he did he bring up that he was probably the most fan arted character in the history of fan art he he yeah. did not he did not they uh-huh.
1: only included some of the fan art as sort of like a wink okay. and a nod okay. I think to the got it the community but is, I, I think uh, that's
2: the next step to go in the uh in the in the goading or full the, like the fourth BSing. wall yeah. Yeah. i'm not gonna
1: kiss tails why <laughs> does everyone want me to kiss tails
2: yeah
0: yeah just full breaking fourth wall that i'm excited
2: yeah. i'm excited for that I, I think also we should touch on the history the personal history that we have with sonic specifically the time that thomas ran a what was it 10k 5k yeah in a sonic so. the hedgehog mask hat yes mask
1: slash hat he's been he's been incorporated (laughs) into a lot of our jokes he's been incorporated into a lot of i think a lot of groups jokes or you're making fun of like like internet communities and it's like you're you're probably like sonic it's thrown out as a (laughs) a joking insult to like you know with Sonic fans, you're either a 1 or you're a 10. It's very hard to be sort of an in-between. <laughs> yeah. Or at least that's the stipulation. Yeah. I'm sure there's plenty of people. Yeah. Um, but anyways, back in the 90s, of course he was huge. So there's got to be a board game of
0: him. Right, Jeff? There is. Yeah, there's a board game of it. Uh, Garrett found one uh, for us to play. <laughs> Happened to find one for us to play. Um, I just thought you hadn't talked in a while. So I wanted to throw it to you. I think, I, I, think I will say this. I'm probably more towards a 1 of the Sonic scale than the 10. Mm-hmm. So... For me, for me, Sonic was always there, and I was like, uh, "I'm not really into racing games," and so, mm-hmm. and I know Sonic isn't necessarily like a racing game, so I'll, I'll say that more, you know, obviously like a more of a side scrolling adventure that you fast forward. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but for me, Sonic was never like the biggest thing in my life, uh, and I know that like, I know for for it's always been in jest for me uh, to to make fun of Sonic fans, so. Yeah, this, playing this game was really interesting uh, for me, for sure. Like my my Sonic level knowledge is like way, way behind comparatively.
1: And if you think we haven't been saying the name of the board game, we actually surprise we've been saying it this entire time. Ooh. This is this Ugh. is the uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog game. Shama led us there, Tom. There is, I know. There's, there could be a little bit of confusion because there's actually two Sonic games, right, Gary?
2: At at least uh, two. Well, there's, there's one pretty well known one that IDW put out not too long ago. But I don't want to confuse the listener. We are not playing anything that's remotely good. We're we're playing (laughs) not Sonic Crash Course. (laughs) No, not the Crash Course. We're playing the Milton Bradley 1992 version, or at least a fan port of it that I found on Tabletop Simulator. That I I believe, (laughs) (laughs) I believe, which is great. Like I, I love the idea
0: that like you took something that somebody had already created because it was already fan like fan base like it you know yeah, Bradley exactly. of the time like had created right. all these fan based board games that already existed and then we took that and took it one step further it's like when you mm-hmm. make a scan of a scan and it's like increasingly worse like, <laughs> yeah. it's, like, it's like the resolution just gets crappier that, and crappier that's about
2: right oh, and so I don't know if the rules are one for one as far as the, the board game we know the actual board layout they, they took a little bit of liberty with but I, what I do know is the essence of the game is instilled. So we talked about you know having a one to ten on the Sonic fandom scale. The, if you go, if you look at the one to ten as far as like a, a game where you have meaty decisions or like a big euro that's on the ten scale, and then on the one mm-hmm. you have something like Shoots and Ladders or Candyland. This is tied with the, <laughs> tied with those. This is right there at the yeah. one. This yeah. is yeah. this is the quintessential yeah. roll and move game. All so you do is roll and so move.
1: Good. Two two scales here. Two working scales. On the gameplay mechanics, Garrett's right. It's totally a one. But on the whether this guy is a Sonic fan, <laughs> oh yeah,
2: 11. scale,
1: it's a ten. The here's <laughs> so, here's sort of like the way you got to think about it. Like not if you go to boardgamegeek.com and you check out how many people want this game, it's actually quite a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of Sonic super fans who like to collect the paraphernalia. Yep. So it's on a lot yep. of people's wish lists. This guy first, he has the game still. From 1992. Sure, right. That's already putting him at like maybe a six on the <laughs> at least scale. Like Sonic. he might he might have gotten it gifted, but the had to know that they love Sonic. Yeah. So yeah. Two. Did the second thing you got to consider, he held on to it.
0: <laughs> he held on. That's at least three points right there for
1: technology. Twenty eight years. <laughs>
0: Twenty eight years. One day, one day I'm gonna make this available for everybody. <laughs> and then
1: three, he ported it. <laughs> on tabletop sim
2: he also he also added nobody the new, asked for yeah he also added the newer characters we have uh the what are they called the chows the little onion shaped
1: the chows you can play oh, yeah. as big the cat amy rose yeah. all the characters throughout the years gave it a nice the face whole lip. sonic extended universe <laughs> so we we're playing a level one complexity game from a level 10 made sonic fan
0: it's it great it's, it's amazing it's the same level as the fan art right like oh, yeah. i can't oh,
2: yeah. draw but i love son <laughs> <laughs> yeah the only thing i added was uh i imported the green hill zone song into tabletop simulator just to, to bring it full full the theme full yeah. circle with the yeah. theming um he that's the only that's the only thing i would have to add i'm gonna have to look up the the gentleman who created the tabletop simulator port and give him credit because that was uh yeah he
0: needs uh, he absolutely <laughs> for this. oh yes
1: um so anyways normally at this point we would sort of do a uh, a what's in the box but because we don't have the original milton bradley game we don't know really know the designer we can't really i mean the original box art just looks like it has like uh it looks a lot like the old uh sega genesis cartridges i don't know what does this look like on tabletop simulator i actually don't have tabletop simulator so i don't know if there is like a box that you open or like that. No, anything it's
0: just like, like, a, that, it's or, just like- Cover art, basically. Like yeah, Alice yeah. I, th-
2: I actually think. Hold on, let me look. I think they used the exact same image from from the uh, Milton Bradley board game. But let me pull. But what what they essentially did in the tabletop simulator is they. You know how you can like d- like Google image image search like Mario one one and get like a full layout of the level and you can see like from start to finish what it yeah, looks like. Yeah. So it's not screen scrolling. They basically did that on the original Green Hill Zone level. Mm-hmm. And they just pasted that and that is the level that you walk through in the in the board game version of tabletop simulator. Um, it's a massive board. Uh, yeah.
1: Absolutely massive. It's
2: it's really funny because if you're familiar with tabletop simulator, generally you have a little table in the middle and then you put the board it's on like a top. Side and table. so that yeah, they put this like they put this like hundred foot long table board on top of this like three three by three table <laughs> and so it just it, work. it extends in every direction and it has like it an looks like a floor. biplane it's like it's seriously <laughs> it's the size extended. of like
0: i'm gonna use a, the our standard unit here for measurement which is a monopoly board <laughs> <laughs> it's like basically four monopoly boards like end to end like as in length it's pretty nutso in terms of how big this thing is okay so i was just gonna say so garrett what is uh
1: not what's in the box but what's I guess we'll have to say what's in the game. What's, what's in, in the, the game? Sim- what's in the game,
2: Gare? What's in the game? Well, so generally you have a uh, couple dice in this. Um, in the original original board game version of this, there was one board with four zones that just represented a different, uh, different worlds you would go through in Sonic. Um, in this tabletop simulator version, we're only going through the Green Hill Zone, like I said. It just comes with 1D6, 2D20, which are going to be used very sparsely. A... Uh, a another d6 that is specifically just blue and red it's like a 50 50 die and then um i think just some a couple tokens you'll have throughout the board power-ups you can collect and then you have like we said the 45 monopoly board length board and uh as basically as you're going to go through you're just going to land on spaces collect coins encounter hazards if you uh land on a hazard you roll a little skill check die The fifty-fifty one, the blue or Mm -hmm. red one, and if you pass, you don't lose any, or you don't take any damage. If you fail, you lose five or ten coins and uh, keep going. And if you don't have any coins, you restart. You go back to the last checkpoint you hit, or the last start. And at the very, very end, there's a a quote-unquote boss, which uh, is is great. It is. Just it's awful. It's just Dice Space Purgatory. They just put you at the end. You get as far as you can go, and then you uh, have four spots that you're not allowed to go past unless you go past all of them at once. Um, Wouldn't be a '90s game if you didn't have Dice
1: just Space like a, an yeah. arbitrary finish line that you.
0: That should be Milton on. Bradley's tagline, I think. Just like Milton Bradley, we love <laughs> Dice Space Purgatory.
2: Yeah. And then for some reason, there's this huge Doctor Robotnik or Doctor Eggman, uh, little player. I don't know, oval, like just a cardboard cutout and that's just sitting there and it, you don't interact with it at all it just kind of indicates that uh he's there and that that's ominous the, the 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 dice-based purgatory there at the end just kind of represents your long arduous battle with dr eggman but that's it it's a super simple game you I, what jeff you made one decision throughout <laughs> you, you I, decided whether I, not only did i make
0: one decision uh, between the two
2: of us, we made one decision. <laughs> we collectively, throughout the, yeah,
0: throughout the twenty minutes that we had played or whatever. So yes.
1: You want to go left? or You want to go right?
0: And it, I, think, uh, I don't, right. I don't think it did. <laughs> didn't, Actually, no, that's you, not. That wasn't it. Yeah, that no, no, you didn't was... even get to
2: decide that. The the skill check decided that. The one decision, you guys, if you ever land on the same spot as another character, you both roll a d twenty, and whoever rolls higher uh, wins. And sort the, of a battle. Yeah, the Canada. loser, yeah, the loser loses five rings, and then the winner decides if the winner gets to move ahead one space or if the loser moves back one space, that is the decision, <laughs> <And> <laughs> which, normally, which nets the same either way. Yeah, right? And
0: normally like it, it's, I would say like 90% of the time it doesn't matter. And then there's like a 10% of the time that you might make somebody land on in a battle space or do something, but there was, there's not enough like
2: interesting, unique spaces throughout the board to make that matter
0: most of the time.
2: Yeah. For the most part, there's a <laughs> couple of danger spaces, a couple of warp gates, but yeah, you're right. For the most part, it's just, it's a net neutral. It's, you're yeah. going to be one spot ahead of the person you battle. Right,
1: right. And they they do a, a good job of sort of incorporating the ring mechanics, where you collect rings and then you can lose yeah. a certain amount of rings if you get hit. And then if you lose, if you get hit when you have zero rings, you have to go back to the checkpoint. The, the last part of this game has an absolutely brutal checkpoint. Like it, you go back. How many spaces would you say did you have to go back? It's basically there?
0: like halfway through the board. Yeah, well, it, it was.
2: was I, I mean, it would It had to be like 50 spots <laughs> yeah, it was rough it's, it was a long it's a death long it yeah, is, yeah. <laughs> and then you already have no coins and immediately after the checkpoint there's like one of the most difficult uh obstacles you have to go through which is a it's basically a 50 50 shot three times of you it's just like falling Having over to fight yeah yeah, spikes, yeah. <laughs> three three spike pits and each time you go over a spike pit you roll a 50 50 die and see if you mm. fall into it or just keep going. <laughs> so it's like 25% a chance play, every time yeah. that you're going to die. <laughs> just just from a mechanic
1: standard, like if you're designing a game board for a roll-and-move game, that's definitely not something <laughs> that you want to do. You don't want to give people... All right, so at the very beginning of the checkpoint, you have zero life, yeah. and you have to face <laughs> one of the most difficult uh, difficult things
2: by far uh, because they have no HP to get through it. Nope. Sorry, it's bud. no good. Sorry, bud. No pretty brutal that was that was pretty good uh they had a couple power-ups we should talk about star power which made you invincible for two turns a uh speed Mm. mechanic which lets you roll the d20 instead of the d6 to move spots um a 10 coin little box they had these in the little tv screens from the original sonic game so that was that was kind of neat little touch uh some Mm -hmm. springs that let you jump up in the air and get like a couple double rolls right yeah a couple double rolls the the little fast boots let you uh double your roll and then i think uh a shield, which is essentially star power, except it lasted a little bit shorter. Um, so, yeah, some power ups and uh, enemies are in yellow spaces. I think we talked about the hazards. the Enemies are just worse or uh, easier versions of hazards. They're basically five coin deductions versus 10 coin deductions. Mm-hmm. Um, and then big Eggman at the end. That's it. That's big it. Big Eggman. <laughs> it's just a race and I, I i do agree with you tom i do like the ring ring mechanism because that is literally just an hp system which it is in sonic yeah. and mm-hmm. it it doesn't you're i mean you can collect them but whoever gets to the end it doesn't it's not a bonus to have those at the end it's not like a uh, it's not like a high score thing which i, I guess you can yeah. play it that way but for the most part it's, it's yeah fun. That's how the
1: video games are played you know right. you get the high score and <laughs> I think you. I think also in the game you lose all your rings if you uh,
2: if you get hit in the Sonic games. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's not like a certain. It's basically line. a two just, hit, yeah, right. right? It's basically uh-huh. you have one. If you have any rings, you have a free hit, and then if you get hit again, you're dead. Is that right? Yeah. You just don't want to get hit because you lose your high score. And that adds up to a free life
1: if you maintain it towards the end. And the original Sonic games, depending on who you're talking to, are pretty difficult, especially the platformers in the later levels. So yeah. it made sense that you would want to try and hang on to as much as possible to get a free life. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But you just you sort of lose a lot of the... Uh, that those same stakes aren't there because like you got one board on this. Are
2: there multiple boards available for this game,
1: Garrett, or is it just the one?
2: So I was just looking through it, and uh, back in 2017, I found Stoke is the is the Steam original creator yeah that's his steam username so stoke shouts uh real fun real fun tabletop sim you you made there uh he has another board in the works as of may 2017 but i never saw him repost to say (laughs) to say that he uh got anything done he said i have another board in the works but it isn't really finished yet not sure if you can add an expansion to the current one because it's so big Maybe if I put it under the board or something. So, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll go back in and make sure there's nothing under. But it doesn't look like he has updated this since then. The last okay. update was March 21st, 2017. So, no. No, he has not updated it.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Well, I mean, that's, uh, that's pretty much it as far as the game goes. So, I guess... Uh, the best thing that we could do right now is probably go into the the reception that this has received online. What are the Steam reviews for this game? Or is there any community sort of outreach or interaction over over this on Board Game
2: Simulator? Yeah, um, so this is a workshop game. So it's not like a, uh, I don't know, not like a <clears throat> typical Steam game. You can't just go to like buy it or go to a Steam webpage of it. However, it is in the workshop page of the Tabletop Simulator. So if you're familiar with that, um, it does have a few stats on it. Such as the visitors, the subscribers, and the people who have favorited it. it has a pretty high conversion rate. So 1,600 people went to this unique page, Sonic the Board Game on Tabletop Simulator. 1,500 mm. of them subscribed to it. So, Jeez. yeah. So only roughly 150 people, 140 ish people, did not subscribe. So, as you were saying, Tom, if you're searching for Sonic, you're going to. On Tabletop Simulator. You're going to just click subscribe to everything you come across. 23 oh, people Sonic? have favorited Sonic it. Sonic content? Oh, I think yeah. I'll look at this. <laughs> uh, we do have some. We do have some comments on here, which <clears> I, I guess we could use as our review um, before we jump into the board game geek reviews. But we have one from KC. Or I'm sorry, I'm not weird. I swear is his username. <laughs> it's you think no, that's the sentiment of most like <laughs> Sonic, yeah, fans? Most Sonic fans? Yeah, most Sonic fans are
1: like, I'm not like those other guys. I, I promise.
2: Listen, like,
0: listen. Uh, I I I have something to tell you i'm a really big sonic fan.
2: <laughs> but i'm not weird I sh- but
0: i'm not weird listen i know sonic fans generally seem kind of crazy but i'm different than other ones I'm i promise not, not me
2: not me I, i'm not weird I swear. I swear i don't think i don't think sonic and tail should okay maybe i do <laughs> but... <laughs> I mean, if they got together i'm not like pushing for them to get together but... <laughs> um, anyways he says it's no use i can't resist that is his review uh we do have one review i don't see any opportunity for player choice correct me if i'm wrong and stoke actually responded to this one it's designed to like the original board game it is mostly luck based with dice rolls and some snakes and ladder elements with the different routes it is indeed dice rolling based but you can always make up your own rules of course so there you go.
0: <laughs> i like how here's the thing i like how he's like He's like, no, no, no. You can't blame me because the game's bad because I copied the original game. <laughs> Except he didn't. <laughs> he, you know, he took some creative freedom into yeah. how he designed the board, which is uh, same mechanics. It's fair. But still, I think it's funny that he's like, no, no, no. Uh, not my fault.
2: <laughs> um, and then Glitch Lizard. I'm excited to see what the next board you make is going to be. Really enjoying this so far. I even added pieces for some other characters so far. Just-
0: <laughs> <laughs> so it was somebody else. Mephiles is an else infinite. Is like, I'll take liberty in this.
1: I want chows in my game.
2: And he also added character-based bonuses and rules. So I'm gonna have to look for glitched lizards. Yeah, man, Uh, that guy fan expansion of the fan expansion. (laughs)
0: That's great. Oh god, you think those people check in every day? They're like, oh man, you think he? What's that guy's name? What's the original creator's name again?
2: Uh, Stoke. Every day they're like, man, you think Stoke? uh, You think he released anything today? Well, the most recent comment is April 4th, so yesterday. And it. Uh, <laughs> and it's so not us. it's <laughs> from Furcho, and it says, "When are you going to make another map?" So we're still waiting to hear back from Stoke on
1: nice, that one. Dude, this thing's been out for three years, and the user base is already—it's still more active than like other <laughs> games. Probably legit releases that I have on Steam, probably like Dungeons of the Endless or something like that. Yeah, like most of the. It's got more.
2: It's got a died. bigger fan base than like PUBG right now. Yeah,
0: you know how. A, um, yeah. People say like, oh yeah, there's like recession proof uh like jobs and like, you know, there's always there's always like <laughs> recession proof characters. There's recession proof <laughs> characters and I think I think Sonic the Hedgehog's one of those there's always gonna be a Sonic the H- like right. when the world ends and it's all nuclear fallout and there's tons of roaches, eighty percent of those roaches are gonna be Sonic the Hedgehog fans, like for some <laughs> reason. Like they the, just always persist. I don't get it. The
1: elasticity of the Sonic fan base, like it doesn't matter. If there was nuclear war, I agree with you, Jeff, and like all media had just been cold and done away with, you would still have people who are like, you know, like in Fahrenheit 451 where you have people like memorizing uh, passages of the oh Bible at the very yeah, end right. and they're like reciting them. You're going to have Sonic fans that are like, all right, we, and stuff. the first thing that we have to do <laughs> when we're trying to piece society back together is put together a a uh,
0: compilation of all the (laughs) sonic levels it's It's information that it's like the next bible like somehow it gets like misconstrued and (laughs) 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 our lord and savior sonic the hedgehog uh one
2: one final thing i'm i'm loving stoke just to contribute to what you guys are saying i I think stoke stoke would lead lead by example here with uh with your point so i'm looking at his steam profile here he has uh he has the achievement showcase. He's got Sonic Forces, You Got Them All, Collected All the Parts. Sonic Lost World, Scrambled, a Dr. Robotnik badge. Sonic the Hedgehog 4, Episode 1, Untouchable, Clear the egg Station Zone without taking any damage. Sonic the Hedgehog 4, <laughs> Episode 2, A Golden Wave, Defeat All Bosses as Super Sonic. That is his uh, main profile pick, that one, actually. Sonic and All Stars Racing Transformed Collection. Yo- Yoko Zuna Beat All the Staff Ghost and Time Attacks on Sonic Adventure DX. Perfect Adventure, and Sonic Adventure 2 Emblem Manium. He also has 11 videos from his uh, speedrunning of Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformed. Oh, we're going to have to post oh that on the site.
1: <laughs> so, to, to be clear, I just want to let the viewers know, these are all achievements that you unlock on uh, on Steam. Rest. So, this guy has been playing Sonic games non-stop. He's proficient and doing enough,
0: yeah. And across
1: multiple games. Very impressive things. Yeah.
2: yeah in, the, in these <laughs> games relating to Sonic that take a lot of time. Yeah. Uh, pretty insane so huge sonic fan and uh he's gonna bring it back after the apocalypse after we get through the covid and the the roaches are taking over he's gonna help us reset the sonic world well god bless you stoke we love you
1: um thank you for the content to you thank you for the content <laughs> uh what we got to do though is we got to go into our perspectives here and you know just you know we're, we're, we're as professional as we
0: possibly can be here. So I want to take a pause really quickly, respect. Tom, and read the board game geek reviews because there's only two of them. Uh, oh, oh, and there's a nice ahead. dichotomy. So the first one, uh, <laughs> Francisco Arena gives it a two point two, and he gave two point two, pretty low score, but he's pretty nice about the game. Beautiful old game, nice components, silly gameplay. And then this this is where the Sonic fandom comes in. The next guy, there's only two comments. The next guy, he comes in, Felipe 25. He only says, <laughs> "I want it." <laughs> <laughs> that's all he wants. That's all he says. That's all. Did he, he rate the game? He doesn't rate the game. He doesn't rate the game. Thank God, because he doesn't have it. But that's he's just that's all he cares about. He wants it. He's just I want this game. I have to have this game. I got to go fast.
1: You can add this to your wish list. You don't have to, like, go into the rating section and type yeah. out, I want it. <laughs> I you know. can just...
0: What does this, <laughs> this do? Guy, what does this do for people? <laughs> <laughs> he's just
1: letting them know that he's a Sonic <laughs> fan.
2: I want it.
0: Collections.
2: Want uh,
1: to I, too, am a Sonic fan. But as far as my rating for this game goes, I'll go ahead and I'll jump, this, uh, jump into this. Yeah, guys. go for uh, it. So I, me and Sonic, go way back. I dressed up as Sonic the Hedgehog multiple years in a row when I was a child. He was my favorite video game character. I thought he was so cool. Uh, he still makes me laugh just in other ways. I've sort of grown in my love for Sonic. Um, it's sort of a, a love hate relationship, very much deriding, but at the same time, still appreciating the fact that the, uh, the character and the people behind it sort of embrace it. And they're willing to, they're willing to do anything with this character. Like, uh, I sort of love that, uh, that versatility in the places that you can take this. They're not afraid of, (laughs) of the brand and what the fans do to the brand. Um, (laughs) And I, as far as this game goes, I think that it is, you could do this with essentially, there's nothing about this specific game that screams Sonic the Hedgehog to me. You have a really large board and you're rolling and you're moving. I think if you're going to have any element inside of a Sonic game, it has to feel like you are going fast. Right. I think that is the one golden rule yep. that you have to have. In a Sonic game, Absolutely. I think that's what makes a Sonic game work, is there has to be an element of speed or urgency or something like that. I would have liked to see a timer, or I would have liked to see something that encourages gameplay to go lightning quick. Uh, and I'm just not entirely certain if a roll and move-based game accomplishes that. I know that like movement is right. a huge part of mm-hmm. probably racing, which is what he was going for. But I would be interested to see if... I would, I would like to look up other highly rated racing games and see how they sort of incorporate that element of speed and how that element of, like, velocity can, that you're trying to capture inside of yeah. a game. I'm not even sure. A lot of times I have suggestions for it. Like I just said that maybe maybe a timer or maybe something like that to increase urgency. I don't know how you would do that with this game. I don't know how, how to actually in- capture speed inside of a board game. Um, yeah. Not sure if you can,
2: or at least I'm <coughs> sure
1: maybe other... Do you guys have any ideas on that? Uh,
2: I, I do have an example of that. I, I think it's Formula Day is the kind of the progenitor of this. It's a racing game, and kind of what it does is it gives you the choice of which die to roll. However, when you're going around turns and obstacles, that's when you need to maybe downshift and use a smaller gear aka die and oh, throw cool, that yeah. so if you are going too fast you'll crash you get you could basically do the same thing in sonic you could you could have like your d20 and roll that when you're in straightaways but if you're heading up on enemies you might want to move slower or else you'll oh, make yeah. a mistake something
1: like that yeah I think there's actually also dice that go like 10, 20, 30,
2: 40, 50, 60. Like it just adds a zero. You should, I mean, you it's a 10 sided die. Yeah, you should just roll like 10 d6s and add them all together, and that's how many spots you can I, I actually <laughs> think that that's not that a bad really idea fat. for
1: this. Is like just you want feel big Feel
2: like you're getting huge numbers. Yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: And if you could have like someone else who doesn't get nearly that much. Like if you can sort of progress and if you become supersonic, you get to add like. <laughs> six die to your roll you feel like oh my god i'm so much more powerful now right. having that many dice and hearing that all that clattering going on as they hit the table is really nice makes you feel powerful uh that was actually one thing that one of my uh, D game masters did As we sort of got into the final battle and we popped all of our cooldowns and uh, we sort of got into the most powerful form we could be, he just says, open your hands. And he puts like eight dice in your hands and we've been only rolling like three for the entire game. It's the 10th game. It's the final battle. And he's just like, this is your attack now. and You feel so good. So sort of working up to that level, it it. it can mean a lot to have this. Unfortunately, this game just felt like a standard role in move game. It felt like something... I mean, he stayed true to it. It's not necessarily his fault. I sort of halfway am with him on his little excuse that he gave there that he was bringing this right. to life and he yeah. sort of reimagined yeah. it. But uh, I'm going to have to give this a... Uh, I, I'm giving this a two. Uh, you know what? I'm going to give it a 2.5 just because I like Sonic. Yeah, there it there is. You go. Nice. Love it. There it is. Just because there, there's literally no decisions. This is 100% because I am biased. And because it's- <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. That's fine.
2: Well, we were rolling and moving around at the speed of sound. We had places to go, followed a rainbow. Um, We didn't stick around. We kept moving on. You're a bitch. We we just had to guess at what was lying ahead. Uh, But there was only one way to find out, and that was rolling and moving ahead. There was uh, no time for second guessing. You just rolled the dice, see what happened, followed the plan. Trusting in what we can't see, we uh, took the lead and stoke set us free so i'm gonna give this game a three um if it were the original milton bradley version i think i'd give it a one but uh stoke (laughs) great great fan implementation great use of buttons great uses of uh importing those characters I I, I like that you had classic Sonic and uh, new Sonic, so that was that was my favorite touch. So you're specifically giving bonus points for for the adaptation, bonus points for the right? t- t- if it were just if it was just on the job he did implementing it, I'd give it a ten. If it was uh if it didn't include the game and I if I didn't have to sit through it, I would have given it, given it a ten. But mm-hmm. since we played through that game <laughs> he's not making money on this. No, no, he's not making money on absolutely this. This is one hundred percent. A labor of love. love. Yeah, absolutely not. Yeah. Absolutely not. The game itself, I'm giving it a three. Stoke, giving you a ten out of ten, buddy. Great job.
0: All right. That leaves me the the non quintessential, non sonic man. <laughs> so um, <laughs> Yeah, I, I think um, if we're rating it based on the Tabletop Simulator adapta- adaptation, I think it was what was really cool about it was there was literally all the characters that you ever wanted to play, like <laughs> characters that I had no idea existed. Um, that being said, to Thomas's point, I think it is really difficult to implement like a speed-based or a racing game in board games. Um, most of the time when I've seen some sort of race, there's like side objectives or side victory points that you're looking to achieve. Like if you guys have ever played Jamaica, like you have to... Um, get some level of gold, and you win with the, like. You right. you want to go faster. You're first to reach different gold and different treasures, but you also want to be able to collect the most gold as you go through. So um, that 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 doesn't um, happen in a Sonic game, and I think it's kind of hard because it, part of the canon isn't that there's like other stuff that you have to do. The core part about it is just w- like going through the track and um and and going as fast as you can. So it it is really difficult. I think the speed ups and stuff were pr- kind of cool. Um, like I, mm. I really did enjoy. I thought that. The original game had a lot of clever mechanics where you did use a d20 to go really, really fast or double speed. But where it killed me, where the game killed me, was that there was zero decision, <laughs> like at all. Like yeah. it, it would have been really cool to say, like you get a you get to roll a d20 whenever you wanted. Um, so mm-hmm. I would have like maybe saved it for like that pitfall right after the checkpoint where there's like you know five different spike spike holes that I can fall into. But you don't get that right. choice. So I, I think that's where um, that's where it could have had a lot of improvement. Um, but I do want to say like it uh bravo to you stoke like there was a lot of work put into this and if we're rating it based on um what he had done like it it was like everything was in there that we needed to play the game and i thought that was a a great job thematically great also i think one thing you forgot to explain garrett was uh the board and the table were set inside of sonic level (laughs) in the tabletop simulator right like oh yeah yeah yeah, that's correct like literally we were floating a million Over. miles above the ground in a Sonic level and you can literally lose your dice and I thought that added a lot to the game. Yeah, so. it was like
2: the table was a Super Smash Brothers stage and with one of those backgrounds that you just kind of see off into the distance with a lot of, a lot of theming. Yeah, that's, a, that's, that's yeah. true. And yes, it was an infinite pit. So if you dropped your die off the table, it was gone forever. <laughs> I, th- I think just like theme alone, I have to give
0: him like a good amount of points. Like the game itself, I didn't think was that great. But I think just based on theme, it was great. I'm going to give it a two.
1: If I-, I mean, when you think about it, we don't know where those pits go in the Sonic game. That's right? true. All we know is that like yeah. you die
0: if you go down exactly. there. I don't know how deep exactly. they are Thematically, so. I'm going to give it a chef's kiss But Sorry. the rest of it <laughs> <laughs> The rest of it, not for me
2: only thing I could have rated it higher on is if Stoke included Princess Elise from Sonic the Hedgehog, the two thousand and six one. The uh, his <laughs> princess. <laughs> we don't talk about that game, Garrett. We don't. That is. Uh, well, that was, I the, think. I think that was his first human girlfriend. Correct. You you may know better than me, but uh, we we got to bring it, the humanity. We got to bring the humanity back into Sonic. Um, oh Yeah. So um, I think we should go. Board Game Geek has this game rated at a rough, rough uh 4.6 um so that's that's not great only 11 ratings as jeff mentioned only the two comments slash reviews Mm -hmm. the tabletop simulator again doesn't have a a lot of reviews on it just the conversion rate that i mentioned which is pretty high uh, about 1500 people checking that out so um we are rough draft boys at a 2.5 average bringing us about uh two points below the board game geek average which is uh you know it's actually a lot closer than we normally are with board game geeks so yeah we're doing, doing pretty good this time
1: yep uh, I I normally we would put a review on Board Game Geek, but is it appropriate since we didn't actually play the board game game? Should we leave a Steam review? I think we
2: should leave a Steam review. I think we should go oh, into no. Tabletop right. Simulator, uh, open up the workshop here, and uh, we'll we'll get stoke and we'll get some stoke traffic here. So I think the best review that we could possibly
1: leave is the uh, the wonderful word magic poetry that I think you encapsulated in your review. Garrett. Original fan that...
0: art for original fan art. <laughs> original... <laughs>
1: reincorporating crush 40s in escape from the city into a review
2: i don't think there's anything that could uh make someone's day brighter no and i'm Um, sure stoke will understand the references so he's gonna he's gonna be very happy with that that review there on uh so if you want to check that out head on over to tabletop simulator workshop and uh search mm -hmm. for let me get this exactly right so you guys can find it it is sonic the board game Um, (laughs) Oh yeah, a lot of of words there. Are there other Sonic the board games? There are. If you search it, though, this one is the only one that is titled Sonic the board game. So the other one is Sonic the Hedgehog Crash Course, Sonic the Hedgehog Battle Racers, Sonic the Hedgehog Memory, Monopoly Gamer, Sonic the Hedgehog cards against humanity sonic the hedgehog sonic oh. not Blade. god <laughs> no, no, wait no, 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 no
1: please no, no. sonic the hedgehog cards against
0: humanity no I can
1: only imagine what the edgy cards are supposed to be for <laughs> no sonic please and i'm going to leave it at just an before we descend further into the depths of fan art uh, and fanfiction.net, uh, we're going to go ahead and wrap things up here. If you would like to reach out to us on Twitter and uh, tweet us your favorite uh, f- favorite piece of Sonic fan art, no lemons, no lemons, guys. Those of you know what that means, <laughs> you know what
2: that means. But you can reach out to us on Twitter at Rough Draft If you have a great tabletop simulator or print and play or PDF or anything that we can play that Keeps me from going to half price books because I can't right now. Send it over to us at roughdraftgames@gmail.com. at gmail.com. We'll play whatever we get. Um, I'm looking for any great material, so send it on over and we will play it. If you want to come across and fall into as many spike pits as you can, check out
0: our website at RefDraftGames.com uh, where you can check out thematics, uh, where we talk about how to play different games, other episodes of Roll and Move, and of course the game that we're working on currently, All Rise.
2: A lot of fresh episodes of thematics. So we'll get over those. Get over there and check those out. We got a we got yeah, a good pandemic
1: version uh, expansion up there, so give that a check. Pandemic Legacy, gotta check it out. And lastly, we want to go ahead and thank all of you guys who have gone to iTunes and given us five stars. Really appreciate it. It helps other people find the podcast. It helps with the uh, sort of the optics and uh, algorithms the way that iTunes does things. Or you can go to a, another uh, wherever you get your podcast. You can also leave us five stars. Get there on any of the services. We appreciate a five star review. It uh, it means so much to us, and it really does help us out. And it helps us build this community before we uh, we sort of launch our our own board game that hopefully other people can take and they can make fun of on uh, their podcasts or in the comfort for that uh garrett is there anything that i am uh, i'm missing here oh yeah the, the the uh the mailing address this is a quick aside if you go to our website not only will you find thematics but you also find a uh, a mailing list that you can join so that you can stay up to date and hear as soon as the all rise game goes on kickstarter and any other smaller updates along that road so now Garrett, now
2: finally you can set us free Uh, I I just want to, again, in the interest of uh, tailoring quotes to my own needs, we'll just say uh, Rough Draft Games is the name and Rollin' and Movin' is our game.